Yes, what's up nation, and we all across the nation Every time you hear this podcast, just know it's a celebration NFL, NBA, every day is game day We are now going live Welcome back, playmakers and record breakers. It's the one and only 3D, Triple D, however you want to say it. And I'm back at it with another one, you dig? So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. To start it off, I'm going to go ahead and call out this elephant that's in this room right now. And no, I'm not talking about the Alabama, you know, rolling straight past LSU, blowing them out 29-0. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about why I did not post this week. I mean, the last week. I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. Keep it a buck 50, to be honest. I didn't post last week because I had some technical difficulties. But that being said, you best be prepared for this week to be jam-packed. And oh, it is jam-packed, need I say. (laughs) So, without further ado, we're gonna jump into what I like to call Area 14. Area 14 is where I give y'all my opinion on what's going on in the NFL and the NBA. With that being said, today we ain't talking about the NBA, my fault, y'all. We will not be talking about the NBA today. Two reasons. Well, two reasons. And the last reason's got two reasons to go with it, too. First reason is this. The NBA is fake. It's, it's fake. It's completely fake. You want to know why? Because how does my Celtics keep losing? I just want to simply let that be known. It's fake. It's still early in the season, but the NBA is fake. It's rigged. And it's rigged to the point that my Celtics will still come out as the NBA champions 2018-2019. But anyways, keep it pushing. Keep it pushing past that. Second reason why is because for the past two games that I had sat down and watched, the first one, tell me why when my Boston Celtics is going up against the Pacers, why he, why Kyrie Irving did not get that foul call. This should have been a foul because that, that last little layup, it missed. When does Kyrie Irving miss a layup? I'll wait. Exactly. He does not miss a layup. So with that being said, to end the game, they let Victor Oladipo smoothly, you know, Dribble the ball down the court, wait a little bit, and pop the three. Next, the reason why I'm not talking about the NBA is this right here. Tell me who Jamal Murray is. I'll wait. Exactly. If you don't know too much about the NBA, then you don't know who Jamal Murray is. But if you know about the NBA, then you know he's a pretty skilled shooter. If you play 2K, you know to get him on your team. Or... You got to worry about him at least knocking down 20 to 30 points, depending on how, you know, who you're playing against, right? So, mind you, we're not talking about 2K or nothing. We're talking about NBA, like the real life thing, right? Tell me why on earth and how on earth was his career points that he ever dropped in any game was 36 till last night. Tell me why this dude almost gives me... 50 points, like, come on now, I'm pissed off, he dropped 48 points, I'm glad he didn't get to 50, but 
that just pissed me off to the point to where you know what there is no need for me to even talk about the NBA today. So today we're gonna mainly focus on the NFL. So without further ado, let's just jump into it. Like I said though, don't sleep on this week. This week is action packed. Always oh, action packed. Like I got some big plans and I'm pretty sure y'all ready for it because I am too. So let's get into it. I'm gonna do a little spoiler alert because on Wednesdays I like to do it's today's not Wednesday, of course, but on Wednesdays I like to do what I do, what I would call backtracking, and you think so. Backtracking is basically a recap of what previously happened in the NFL, and then you think so is like a bold prediction that could put, you know, what will happen in this upcoming week in the NFL. So, get a little spoiler alert. Guess what? The Saints have now in the Rams' undefeated streak, so. The Rams are not 8-1. I want to point out that um, Mike or Michael Thomas is real deal. Um, I've been sleep on him, but I want to say this. The reason why I've been sleep on him is because I didn't know who he was. Um, I reached into my bag and I, I found out that he graduated from the famous Ohio State University. And he played alongside the infamous Ezekiel Elliott. With that being said, since Zeke was such, you know, a shining star on the field, he took up most of the room for anybody else. But Michael Thomas, Mike Thomas, whatever his name is, he's the real deal. And I'm pissed off that the Saints have him. But to keep it pushing, I want to you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and give him his credit where credit is due. That was an awesome pain. You know, it was an awesome tribute to the an old school saint. You know what I'm saying? With the little cell phone celebration. That was pretty dope. I got to give him that. But I want to point out that the Rams could have almost came back and won the game. They didn't, but they could have. They could have. So with that being said, I got a feeling that if the Rams and the Saints meet up again, the Rams... Ain't playing no games with the Saints, and the Rams will beat the Saints. That's just my prediction for what I think will happen the next time they meet up. Next, we have basically Brady versus Rodgers. LeBron versus Michael. So we got basically Michael Brady versus LeBron Rodgers. And what, what it comes down to is... Who's really not the better quarterback, but who has the better team? And it's simple, straight to the point. The Patriots beat the Packers. And, you know, it is what it is. Michael Brady beat LeBron Rodgers. And that's, that's no surprise. That's... that's that would happen in the NBA if Michael met LeBron. But anyways, keep pushing. In the next 10 years, keep a lookout because the San Antonio Spurs, not San Antonio Spurs, but the San Antonio State, not State, the city itself could potentially get football team, an NFL football team. And that, that's just interesting because, you know what I'm saying, I'm a Texas native myself, and it's, it's cool to see how Texas could have three NFL and NBA teams. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, 
what would the San Antonio NFL football team be called? What would their colors be? And who could they potentially pick up that could help them get to the Super Bowl? You know what I'm saying? So many factors into it. So keep your eye out for the next 10 years. And keep it pushing in the NFL before I get to the, you know, the the stake part of what I like to talk about in Area 14 in the NFL. I got to give y'all the top 10 NFL teams. And the, we're going to go from bottom to top. We're going to start it with the Bears at number 10, the Eagles at number 9, the Vikings at number 8, the Chargers at number 7. And I want to point this out. My Redskins are, are one of the teams that beat the Panthers. So I feel like they should definitely not be up there. But the Panthers are at number 6, and then the Steelers are at number 5. And then we have my mistress, a.k.a. the team I might get caught cheating on my Redskins with when it gets to the playoff time. Because, I mean, I know my Redskins. We can talk about that. But we got the Chiefs at number four. Then we have the Rams at number three due to the fact that they're not undefeated anymore. Then we got the Patriots at number two. That's no surprise. They have the best, one of the best athletes ever to grace, you know, entertainment. And then we have the Saints at number one. I want to see how long that will last. I got a feeling they're going to take an L to the Eagles. But we'll talk about that later. So let's get into it. This is the meat, the steak, the filet mignon of Area 14. And that is when I like to break down the NFC East. If you don't know, now you finna know. I'm a notorious Redskins fan. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a Redskins fan till I die. I'm a hard Redskins fan. I don't need to go on. Hell to the Redskins. Just let that be known. So, I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all the standings real quick. My Redskins are at number one at five and three. No surprise. The Eagles coming off a of bye week this previous week. They are four and four, so they'll be ready to lace up against this team. You know, next week they'll be—I mean, this week they'll be getting prepared to lace up against this team. That's just trash. We have the three and five Cowgirls. And next, we have the one and seven Giants. And now, to keep it a buck fifty with y'all. The Giants don't get no talk time. Um, the It's just happy belated birthday to OBJ. His birthday was yesterday. But like I said, the Giants don't get no talk time. It's just nothing to talk about. They're 1-7 for a reason, and everybody knows why. Next is the Cowboys. Let's break down the Cowboys. They are recently 3-5. and five. The reason why I did not post yesterday was because I wanted to sit down and watch this game. I had a feeling that the Titans weren't going to be able to beat the Cowboys because they recently spent the first round draft pick to go out and get Amari Cooper. Right, 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 right. And um, well, if you recall, I like to point out that the Cowboys don't have a receiver, a number one receiver at that. So they went out and spent a number one first round draft pick to go get Amari Cooper. Now, mind you, he also was a first round draft pick but the Patriots went out and got Josh Gordon for a fifth-round draft pick. And I uh, mind you, before the trade deadline, um, the Eagles went out and got Golden Tate for either a third, fourth, or maybe a fifth-round fifth draft pick. So, 
as you can tell, I mean, that's a big difference to give a first compared to either a third to a fifth round draft pick. You know what I'm saying? It's a big difference. But the Cowboys, me and the Cowboys, they went out and got Amari Cooper from the Raiders. Now, like I said, they played the Titans yesterday. Now, let's break it down. In my heart, I had a feeling that Amari Cooper was the answer to their prayers. And I had a feeling that Dak was just going to, you know, just give, give the NFL his best somewhat Pat Mahomes impersonation. I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I know Amari Cooper isn't one of those fast, well-known, deep guys, but I, I, wanted, I just wanted one good little deep little lob to him. That didn't happen. Um, I mind you, though, I went to sleep after the first quarter due to the fact that I thought I was right. I thought the Cowboys was going to win. Because, I mean, the Titans, their offense fumbled the ball almost three times, but for sure two times. And I was just like, wow, this is just disrespectful and a waste of my time to sit here and watch this trash. My best Stephen A. impression, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but... So, I woke up around the fourth quarter with four minutes left. And I see the Cowboys ain't doing too good. And I think this is a little bit a little bit before Mariota scored the last touchdown to ice it, you know, to ice the game or whatnot. But I say I like to say this. The Cowboys lost to the Titans last night to make them three and five. And I mind you, the Cowboys are at home. And it was said that the Cowboys before they played the Titans, they were three and four, and all four games that they lost were away, and the three games they won were at home. I wanted to point that out. Because we got a lot of ignorant Cowboys fans out here that still feel like they can make it to the Super Bowl. I, that's not happening. That's not happening. And we got Cowboys fans out here that still saying that they could win the NFC East. Good Lord. That is not happening. After last night, what I seen was it's not Amari Cooper to save the team. It's not Zeke to take to save the team. It's I hate to say it because he's a Mississippi product, but um, it might actually be Dak. It might actually be Dak. He might be a big deal. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's something not going right. Because it wasn't like the game was out of reach. At one point in time, all they needed was just one touchdown. They couldn't get it. So, like I said, it's, I feel like it's Dak. But I'm going to push Dak under the rug because I'm a Mississippi boy. And I, I don't want to talk about Mississippi people like that. Dak, Dak's a Mississippi product. So, we're going to sweep that under the rug. But I want to I wanna point out, and I want to give all the blame on the offensive coordinator. And that's Jason Garrett. Just trash. Just trash. But we're going to keep it pushing. Next, we have the Eagles. The Eagles, like I've recently mentioned before the trade deadline, they went out and get them a, a, a pretty good receiver. Some, somebody that knows, known to catch the ball, you know pretty fast with the ball he really could play a speed back position but he's, he's a well-known receiver by the name of golden Tate. 
Like I said, I think it was either for a third or fourth round pick. So they didn't give too much up for him. But like I said, they have a bye week. So we don't know too much about the Eagles and how how that works out. So I don't have much to say. But with the Eagles, I want to bring this point up. This week at 8.20, basically prime time football time, right? We got the Eagles versus the Cowboys. And this week, I plan on getting a couple of interviews with some Eagles and Cowboys fans and see where their heads at during this, during this time of um, excitement, anticipation. When I just want to know, who could win, the Eagles or the Cowboys? I mean, the Cowboys went out and got Amari Cooper, and they lost the game, the first game with Amari Cooper. So, you know what I'm saying? The Eagles coming off a bye week, and they got Golden Tate. So I want to see how that work out. I want to see what goes down with the two. You know what I'm saying? Next to my Redskins. We lost to the Falcons. Don't hit my phone up trying to expound on that. It's nothing to expound on. We lost. Our team broke down. The same thing that happened with us last year. Um... A lot of injuries just seem to come over and come towards the end of the season, basically. Um, mind you, four of our four out of five of our offensive linemen injured. Two of them out for the rest of the season. Next, push to the wide receiving position. Our main weapon, Paul Richardson Jr., out for the rest of the season. Jamison Crowder, our well-known veteran receiver to catch the ball injured ain't no telling when he coming back hopefully he come back this week <sighs> that being said we always have to pay homage to the main injury that took us by shock at the beginning of the year and that's with D guys out for the year so with that being said my Redskins after being on a three game winning streak they turned back into the Redskins. Um, it's, it's hurtful to say this, but let's look at this receiver position for my Redskins. We have Dotson, Harrison, and Floyd. And Quick. And like I said, Jameson Crowder is also injured. He might be coming back this week. We'll see tomorrow, is what Coach Gruden said in the press conference. So, with that being said, here it goes nothing. I feel like after Des Bryant gets to working out with the Saints, and if the Saints feel like they need him, and hopefully he doesn't sign with the Saints, but if he goes with the Saints, then we're just out of luck. But I feel like Des Bryant... Go ahead and make his way and join my Redskins because we need somebody. Like I said, we have Doxy who has a case of dropping the ball or just not even catching it. Harrison, he's he's a well-known 
backup for us, Floyd. He's a he's a veteran. He just joined us. Just joined our team. I think he got to get used to the system. Then Quick, we all know Brian Quick is trash. We all know he's trash. He got like a like a 62 rating on Madden Mobile, so we know he's trash. But yeah, y'all. That's the NFC East, and uh, I'm going to end it off like this. Basically, my Redskins need to go out and probably sign Des Bryant. The Eagles versus the Cowgirls coming up this week, and I plan on getting a couple of Eagles and Cowboys fans going at it. I plan on doing that. Cow, Like I said, the Cowboys... Um, Got Amari Cooper, and that's not even their problem. It's Jason Garrett. And then the Giants, we just pray that they stay the same throughout the rest of the, the time as an NFL team because I don't I don't want to have to sit here and say I'm worried about the Giants. Like I want them to keep losing. Make this a normal thing. Let's turn the Giants into the Browns. Let's Let's do that. The Giants are the new Browns. Let's let's please hope this happens. I need for that to happen. So yeah, y'all. That's my struggles and what's been going on. But like I said, don't forget to tune in for the rest of this week. Cause I got a couple of Eagle fans and a couple of Cowboy fans that I think y'all need to meet. So, I'm going to end it right here. But before I end it, do me a favor and go ahead and, you know, subscribe. Add your boy on Twitter. It ain't nothing hard. It's just what's up, nation. It is. And I'm out. What's up, Nation? Now, if you don't know, now you know. I like to end off my podcast with a little something I like to call Keep Going. Basically, where I just give y'all some motivation, you know, just to keep going in life. So, without further ado, let's get into it. And today's motivation isn't really motivation. It's just something to open your eyes. And it's so simple. It's a simple quote, and it just goes like this. Never underestimate anyone. And... I want to say thank y'all for tuning in to this podcast. Do me a favor and add me on Twitter at What's Up Nation. And also, hit me up. Tell me what you do and don't like about the show. Or even if you want to be interviewed on the show, let, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Add me on Twitter and we can get something popping. It's your boy 3D and I'm out.